listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This morning I'm with Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh has joined us. So, um... I'm going to do it. Hooray for Holly Walsh! <laughs> um, you can uh, text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That's like if Jeff Goldblum read it out. If Jeff Goldblum was from Birmingham. Well, yeah. I bet he can do a Birmingham accent, Jeff Goldblum. Is he typically called Bloom? I thought his name was Goldblum. Have I got that wrong? <laughs> no, Have I been getting that wrong? Jeff Goldblum is from... Birmingham. Oh, I see. Goldblum. <laughs> Blum. That's. I think that's no how one's people... ever called him Gold Jeff. Gold Jeff Blum. <laughs> oh, the people have definitely never called, called him that. that. <laughs> I don't Spoon know. Maybe the uh, the Royal Anagram Society. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he. I think he is widely called Jeff Goldblum. Is that what do you think, Holly? I actually think. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, oh you'll well, never work I'm, again. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm a big champion lost, of democracy. I've lost my bearings now, and that is so abstract to me. Ah. I think it's a blooming cheat. <laughs> oh, you would that. say that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it, then. Anyway, my point is that Jeff Goldblum, his, his acting <laughs> technique... And we're back. <laughs> ...is to say a sentence in a way that no-one would ever stress it. So if he said, good morning, how are you doing? He'd say, good morning, how are you um, doing? <laughs> that's, that's his method. Now you sound like Christopher Walken. To you. Good. You mean Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, as I walked in this morning, um, I walked from uh, Covent Garden to Golden Square, which is where we reside, Absolute Radio. A walk of, I would say, some... 17 minutes. Right. Is that you or Google Maps? or This is just me. Right. Keeping an eye on the watch because I was anxious not to be late. Uh-huh. And um, at my side, this is what makes me think today is going to be a good day, because at my side landed, I would say, the largest deposit of bird excrement I've ever seen <laughs> land. I mean, I don't know what the bird was. I think it was above the clouds. It might have been a plane emptying its load. <laughs> but it was absolutely... It, it's one redeeming feature is when it landed... The sound it made when it landed was a little bit like applause. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... It was, like, a, first of all, shocking. And then, like, I really felt like an enormously good omen that it didn't land... Because it was, like, two feet from me. Isn't it supposed right. to be good luck if you get hit, though? Yeah, but I think this would have... I think I might have gone to my knees if this had hit me. <laughs> <laughs> really, I think there might have been some bruising. It was oh, an no. enormous deposit. So, I, it's really set me up for the day. A near-death experience. Yeah. Well, a near-dong near experience, if you can get bird dong. Do you get bird dong? 8, 12, 15. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that was my... And then... I, this was one, what time would this have been? I arrived here about so, so at about ten to seven. There was some character going around Piccadilly Circus. I mean, literally around the roundabout um, on roller skates oh, yeah. with a, a selfie stick, filming himself going around. He was doing spins and oh. all that sort of stuff. Ten to seven in the morning. Good time to do it, though. Yeah. Less traffic. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure that was his policy. Less condescending stairs. Probably only got one from Still you. Still didn't get yeah. zero, did he? <laughs> <laughs> well, from me, yeah. I, I just... 
My only stare was sort of as if to say, why haven't you got a hangover? (laughs) (laughs) I could barely walk that time of a Saturday morning for some 25 years, and here was a young man doing reverse spins on roller skates. Anyway, I look forward to seeing that on um, Face Tangle, would be something called that. Yeah. Something called Face Tangle, Ollie? I think it's pronounced Face Tangle. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I've completely messed it up. Is it a bit, it's a bit low-key this morning. I, I've enjoyed it. I'll I'll try like, yeah, it. I like it. Quite... I like the Jeff Goldblum bloom. I'll try and up it. Can you get me um, a, a, a Barocca? <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort this out once and for, and for all. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes. There's a few people on Twitter, I've noticed, and text backing you up on the blooms. Ay ay ay. How are they doing that, though? Are they spelling <laughs> it like B-L-U-M they're, or they're, B-L-double-O? They're writing gold dash bloom. Oh, OK. So it's very clear. That's and then it yeah. rhymes. No they're saying around. it rhymes with spume. <laughs> <laughs> that well-known <laughs> rhyme, for bloom any wi- spume. Is any wireless listening? Oh, what yeah. is a spume? It's that thing that comes out. Well, it's 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 like a a, a squirt of water, isn't it? No, that's like, a flume. Like it comes out of a wire. Is that a flume? <laughs> no, a flume is um, that spume. thing that you always used to see Princess Diana on with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a logger's leap. No, oh, that was a logger's. That was the flume at um, Thorpe Park. No, that yeah. was definitely a logger's leap. That was the logger's leap. Was it called the logger's leap? But it is a log it flume. flume. It's it's well known. It doesn't it's stop it known. being a flume. It's a well-known log flume. Call it what you damn well like. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but the spume. What's a spume? Spume, 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 I think spume is a squirt of water. Okay. Like a whale's <coughs> thing. But I could, I've been, God, I've been wrong before. I think it was 80, <laughs> back in 88. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. What was that? What happened then? Oh, God. Um, Don't ask you anything about the 80s. That's no, exactly. A lot of bad things happened. I was wrong. <laughs> I was certainly wrong for several years. If you think drinking's wrong. Oh. I know many of our um, listeners don't. Um... I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I just got a text. Can you confirm like, today's no show is... No one ever goes, ooh, when they get a text well, I did. Like Can you confirm today's show is not pre-recorded by reading out this message? I thought I should, because um, Do we have then. done some pre-records previously. Uh... Can you confirm today's <laughs> show is not pre-recorded by reading out this message? That's from go. Steve yeah, Jones in Worcester. I'll, I'll give you an example of why he didn't need to do that. Because oh. you only just got nearly missed by that bird poo. Yeah, but how is he, how is he to know that? Although, I wouldn't be surprised point. if it's not on local news. Yeah. <laughs> such was the size of it. And what was the It was shot down by RAF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know when um, you used to do that. There used to be a common sort of quiz question, where they say if you dropped uh, a safe out of a window and you also dropped a tomato, which would hit the floor first? And everybody said the safe because it was heavier. But in fact, according to physics, they hit the ground at the same time. You're aware of this? Yes, like that. Which is, which is heavier, a ton of feathers or a ton of gold? Yeah, well, it's not quite the same as that, but thanks no, for it is. But it's, it's good but for bringing that up. No, it's similar. No, if, no, you, it's, if you dropped a ton of feathers, they'd, like. be, they'd be dispersed. No, but you're not dropping, just the, just the weight Well, that's, I mean, I was, on the, I was very much <laughs> on the dropping uh, section. <laughs> Holly Walsh. <laughs> Say Holly Walsh is with us this morning. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a truculent mood. So, um... <laughs> now, it says... 
This when? This bird excrement? I don't want to keep going about bird excrement all morning on breakfast. Thing. Droppings, it, you could call it. Droppings. When the droppings dropped, they didn't land simultaneously. Because there was a... So, out, so <laughs> it, it, they, this bird not only did an enormous drop-in, it, it also seemed to have um, disproved one of but, Newton's uh, basic theories. But here we go. When parachutists jump out of a plane... They don't all, six of them, jump out at the same time. They have to go one at a time. That's how it... it no, no, out. but the parachute, uh, the parachute is interfering with gravity because it's using air No, currents. but my point is that the way that that dropping would have exited the vehicle, as it were, yeah. would have been a bit after oh, each other. Oh, yeah, but wouldn't they equalise in the air? Maybe they wouldn't. Well, no, because that's what you were saying about the safe and the tomato. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it had had some leaves and stuff, and some of them came down on primitive parachutes. I'd love some, to have uh, seen Some that. areas of the dropping. <laughs> that would have been one of the sweetest things. I should have checked it for skulls. <laughs> I remember yeah. at school looking through um, excrement for skulls. Really? Did you do that? No. <laughs> No, okay. we did not Were do that. What class was that in? It was, it was biology. It wasn't in class, that was break time. We <laughs> <laughs> used to do it with each other. <laughs> we just wanted to find the Sanwell <laughs> Scully terror. It was, was uh, a local tabloid um, <laughs> bogeyman at the uh, time. Right. <laughs> do you remember, did it not reach London, the Sanwell Scully story? No. I didn't go Where's Sanwell? Sanwell is in the, the, it, the West Midlands. It's a sort of combination of West... I don't think it exists anymore. Who knows? Someone will know. They shut 8, it 12, down 15. after the scandal. No, because it was one of these that was... In, you know, they impose a geographical area when they suddenly say, oh, this is now called West Yorkshire or something like uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. They did that with it. Uh, but I, maybe the locals have fought back. Mm-hmm. I, it's not a word I am... I, although I do, I do get cards at Christmas from the Mayor of Sanwell. Yeah. I've got the freedom of Sanwell. Well, what good for you? As, <laughs> it was good. as you're not even sure if it exists anymore, I'm not sure that's a... No, no but that's it with freedom. That? It, does freedom exist anymore? <clears throat> well, good, good eight, question. 8, 12, <laughs> does freedom exist anymore? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You'll be pleased to know that you're uh, texting. Uh, does Sandwell still exist? Yeah. Has, has been answered. Morning all. Yes, Sandwell does exist and we're listening. That's from 483. I think it's, mo- I think it's more uh, menacing than that. Dear. Yeah. Yes, Sandwell still exists and we're listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it and is. on the other side of the coin, we've uh, had a text from 348. Uh, not quite so cheery. Freedom only exists when you have nothing and live nowhere. Basically when you are homeless. Sad but true. That's their theory. Huh? I'm not That's sure I'd agree with probably that. Probably also their Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there'd be some single people uh, texting in and saying, absolutely. Yeah. Freedom! Yeah. Freedom. Isn't that a song? The George yeah. Michael song? I, that'd be great if George oh, Michael... Oh, I was thinking of Richie Havens at Woodstock did this thing called Freedom, Freedom. Remember he sort of frets the... Strings with his thumb, big thumb. I wasn't, I didn't go. Enormous. <laughs> big thumb. Oh, God, what a weekend that was. <laughs> um, What's his name? Richie Havens, he was called. You'd probably what call it Havens. <laughs> I think he'd got the biggest thumb in showbiz. He, um, he hitchhiked from Tanzania to uh, Woodstock. <laughs> it only took him a day and a half with that thumb. Very convenient. Uh, we've it also was a long-distance hitchhiking thumb. You wouldn't stop for it unless you could take him at least 120 miles. 
Um, 780 has also texted, uh, hello Frank, Alan and Holly, I once got out of a car and went to walk into the hairdressers to get my hair cut, and a seagull did a massive poo in my hair. I had to run back to the car and get my mum to pick it out of my hair, then get a wash cut and blow dry rather than just a dry cut. But you could have just had it cut out. <laughs> just, do you think that's what all those, you know, the bald men that look like friars? Do you think that's what's happened to them? Yeah. They've just been booed. Is it a tonsure? Tonsure. Is it? Yeah. That's what that hairstyle's called. Yeah. Oh, this show's really brainy, isn't it? Well, it looks like a little nest for a seagull. Let me just write that yeah, down. That I don't think they don't nest, though, do they? Seagulls. They well, roost. No, they must nest. I don't think they nest. I think they roost. No, they. I tell you, they live in birds' nests on the top of boats. That's why they call birds' nests. They don't live in those. <laughs> <laughs> they just sit on stuff. Um, well, I repeat must, that. They, they just sit on stuff. Where do they sleep? Where do they hatch their well, eggs? Well, in Brighton, they they sleep on um, the dilapidated West Pier. You can see them just sitting, and I've seen them just sitting on the water at night. Yeah, but where do they lay their eggs? Um. I don't know the answer to that. Where do seagulls lay their eggs? 8, 12, 15. In the sky. How are you spelling tonsure? Sorry to drag you back, guys. T-O-N-S-U-R-E. S-U-R-E. Oh, tonsure. All right, yeah. Got you. Sorted that out. That's good for me. I was in them. I was in Brighton, actually, this, um, this bank holiday weekend. Oh, yeah? How was that? Well, um, Horrick and Katie was also, um, in Brighton, so it was a bit breezy. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those, um... We put my son on the scooter and he went along the road without any <laughs> propelling. He just went... Oh, he got done for speeding. <laughs> <laughs> for a moment, do you it think he could drive? Amazing. It, it was amazing, though. You know, they say kids um, in high winds. You ever heard teachers say this? And on windy days, the kids are more or less uncontrollable in class. Oh, no. He does something to kids and sends them a bit crazy. I definitely think full moons have an uh, effect on audiences. Having done, when, I, when I've done gigs on full moons, I think there's been a slightly more wild vibe. Oh. Wow, that's an exciting supernatural theory. You never noticed that? Never. But I wouldn't know when there was a, a full moon. Right. Why? He never looks up at night, that's one of his rules. <laughs> I never look up on my way to a gig. <laughs> that's why <laughs> I'm so crouched with, with <laughs> trepidation. I remember arriving at a gig and saying, oh, I've just been looking at the moon, and it, was, it looked like a toenail in the sky. And it did, this crescent moon. And there was a sense of disappointment that I'd somehow de-romanticised the moon and made it mundane and domestic. <laughs> was so, that your opening statement? That was my opening, <laughs> it was my opening statement, but I've never referred to the moon since. <laughs> it's a gig. I know, once bitten. Yeah, good to have a rule. Yeah, God, I'll say. I've got an interesting fact about the, the hurricane name thing. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Apparently, natural when they name storms after women... More people die than when they're named after men oh, because yeah. people don't take them as seriously. Yeah. Y you, no. Yes, true. Do you know the theory about the full moon that it's because the moon moves the sea because it's a tidal thing and we are largely made of water? Is that why it affects people? Really? Uh, what about that one on commercial radio? That's a good texter as well. Yeah, how much, uh, how much is your fluids affected by natural phenomena? I tell you what, we, um, I'd like to ask that bird that flew past me this morning. <laughs> we played a bit of um, tidal roulette. You know that? You know that thing when you walk right up to the sea and you stand as close as you can, and every now and again you get a really big wave coming and you have to scarper uh -huh. post haste or get wet feet. 
That I would, that I would say is Buzz's favourite game, and I've come to love it. The excitement of it, because there's genuine jeopardy, because properly wet shoes and feet mm-hmm. is pretty horrible. It's brilliant, and there must be a system where you could work out when you're going to get the big, the big splash. No, but if you could, there wouldn't be that. Wouldn't be the fun of it, would it? Well, I think it's like Las Vegas is fun, except there's a few professionals who have worked out a system and make make money out of it. Yeah, but there's count. You can count things with cards. There's chance of coming up, but this isn't. I no wonder. I wonder pattern. if it's something like every seventh um, wave. Seventh wave. What? That's big. I don't think it's as easy as that. No, you might be right. I'm, I'm clutching it. I think it's probably cool. the way to look at it is to look at it, isn't it? I think that's what the surfers do, isn't it? They you can, look, yeah, look, look at it and look, they think, this one's going to be a big one, I'm going to exactly. surf this one. You look about 100 metres back and then you start watching it come in. It doesn't work. I tried that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because and that's what conclusive. If, if you've had a reasonable size one just come in, often it goes back and hits that big one and completely diminishes it. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You got, have you brought, did you bring your pipe? <laughs> I brought my vape. I told, vape. To, I told them to email you. I brought my vape. Have you got your vape? Yeah. You, you're not vaping, are you? Maybe. Oh. I'm not a vapor. I've never vaped in my life. Okay. The, it, vaping is like you know smoking and eating. In case you want, it's not like a, it's not like um, voguing. <laughs> Come on, no. vape. <laughs> I bet she vapes, doesn't she, Madonna? You think so? You, you reckon Madonna vapes? Oh, definitely. And she's going to have some big elaborate one in the shape of a sort of naked man or something like that. <laughs> Madonna and an overindulgent <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We've got some uh, incontrovertible evidence back... Uh, on the things that you're asking about. Uh, Frank, yes, we used to count them as kids and it was more than likely every seventh wave, Katie. Well, Sarah, our assistant producer, has just said exactly that, that it was... Uh, is that from Hurricane Katie? Yeah, that's from Hurricane Katie, who... Oh. Uh, she knows stuff. I find stuff. she blows a bit hot and cold. Very good. Um, yeah, Sarah, the assistant producer, just said that, seven. Every she seventh. Did, it's a, I love that it's a sort of biblical number. It's great, isn't it? Oh, is that... Is that a biblical number? Oh, yeah, lots, seven, lots of seven, 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 seven virgins and seven oh, this right. and seven that, seven, and the magnificent seven, seven, seven dwarfs. Eleven. Right, seven, seven dwarfs. Up. That's not. Is that the Old Testament? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, three seven seven has texted, and more incontrovertible proof. Uh, morning, Frank, Alan, and Holly. I used to be a school dinner lady, and it's definitely true that the kids go mad when it's windy. Yeah. Ah. I mean, from a school dinner lady, like, there's no higher evidence. Of they, they know. They, they know. Because they see him like, oh, reaching over the, the cottage pie and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When they just, they arrive like gannets. Yeah, she was a school dinner lady in the dandy. <laughs> cottage pie. Don't they have cottage we pie? We had cottage I'm pie. sure they have cottage pie, cottage pie now, pie. yeah. Sure of now it. Now Jamie Oliver sourced it all it's out. It's probably sweet potato, isn't it? The, uh, top. Oh, there was no turkey twizzlers in my day. What did you eat? Cottage pie <laughs> <laughs> and fish on Fridays. It's Catholic school. Um, I love school dinners. I honestly thought oh. they were probably the nicest meals oh. I've had in my life. Ooh. Do you ever? Have you, we used to have liver. I love liver. Why? Oof. Why? Yes. I love the texture. It's a bit like savoury skulls in. Uh, <laughs> it's like eating savoury fudge. <laughs> 
It's got, oh. that, it's got that same... T- if they made fudge out of blood, that's what liver would be. <laughs> Enjoy and your breakfast, fudge. people. Oh, Enjoy your no breakfast. No one's ever thought out of blood fudge. <laughs> you know, that sounds like that's the French word when, you, when you've translated it into English. It's blood fudge. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a film? Oh, was blood Diamond, was that called? Yeah, that was a different Not, not blood fudge. That's a... Um, yeah. So I love that texture, that same sort of slightly granulated Well, you texture. know what you'd really oh. like? Cat food. <laughs> I've tried cat food. What? What? Well, if you like liver, it doesn't surprise me. I try. Uh, I tried cat food and dog food at the same party. I had had a drink. <laughs> and I think it's a sort of double bluff, because my theory was, you know, it's me. If you eat it, I bet it's actually quite nice. Absolutely disgusting. Mm. And tasted exactly the same, the dog and the cat. Can I just ask Did how, how bad the catering was at this point? party that they served you dog and cat food? I didn't go to a party with catering until I was 35. (laughs) (laughs) I just... uh, Like R. Kelly. Yeah. Ignition. Have you met R. Kelly? She's a lovely girl. (laughs) R. Kelly. If I could turn, turn back the hands of time. Now, people will be just turning in now to Absolute Radio and they'll think, oh, hold on, I mean, I've accidentally got, um, kiss three. Yeah? Yeah. Then, darling, he'd still be mine. Ah, oh, Kelly there. Not as good as my Frank Bruno. Here we go. And Yes, I, I know what you mean, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Jeff Goldblum. No, my, go- my gold bloom is unsurpassed. <laughs> if I could uh, t- turn back the, uh, the hands of um, time. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Well, I, I was, I've been doing gigs this week at the Soho Theatre in London. <laughs> and uh, I had so, I've been doing stand-up comedy since um, 1987, and I had a phenomenon that I've never had before. Maybe you guys have. There was a woman knitting in the second row. Is that right? Yeah. <gasps> You ever had that? No. Maybe it's something to do with the, the age group I'm attracting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, was she a young woman or an older woman? No, she was a she was an older woman. I mean, how bad was the gig going that you could hear the sound of? Um, well, no, needles? I could see the I could see the regular movement. They caught the light occasionally. Oh, you don't want that, do you? No. Well, it, it's all right actually because Is it? It, you don't really. As she said to me, it's um, it's only plain. Honey, a plain stitch. She wasn't. She wasn't uh, doing anything elaborate, so she never really looked down. Right. So I don't think it stopped was, her focusing on the gig. There was no clanking of. Yeah, well, that's, needles. that's you what don't I get clanking. You might you get clicking, clicking, clicking. At, the, at the top end. Just recreating it with two they don't, pens. They don't clank. What do you think they're made of? I don't. Well, two needles. The needles. They're not. I mean, it's they're not pl- soft, is it? They're not wrapped up in wool. <laughs> Well, they are. Well, anyway. Actually, yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> at what stage does a clip become a clank? Good point. Yeah. A Eight, loud 12, 15. Click. Yes. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think a click is a plasticky sound. The clank rings out somewhat. Mm. That would be my view. But knitting needles are usually metal. Mm, is that true? Yes, because they're needles. Yes, yeah. but um, Cleopatra's needle is not metal. And that's because metal wasn't invented then. It's your gig. It damn well was. <laughs> it's your gig we're trying to protect from no, the percussive no, sound of knitting needles. And the image that comes to mind is obviously the French Revolution, where Obviously. Women used to knit at a guillotine. 
Isn't, uh, that, isn't that obvious? No, that's okay. <laughs> not what I would have thought. Yes, I would have just the, thought the, jumpers. The classic image of people having their heads chopped off in the French Revolution is women sitting in the front row knitting. Oh. Balaclavas. They <laughs> <laughs> used to catch them in the balaclava when they're still on the needles. And then you could get it, you could get it bespoke. You could knit it absolutely so it, so it fits. Yeah, you used to see the people hang, hanging off the back of their handcarts. Uh-huh. Like, um, like, uh, you used to get those things. Remember those things that used to earth the car so you didn't get travel sick? Do you remember those? What, what would they be? Are they, like, things that flap down? They, they flap yeah, down I've and touch those. the floor. Is that what it was? That was the theory, earth the car so you wouldn't get travel sick in it. Uh. Is that that? I thought that was something that if you were, if you needed to grab hold, you could be dragged along behind a car. Well, you could, you could do, I don't know if you detect the weight of a dragged human being, because I find the gravel sort of makes you not that aerodynamics, it sort of holds you back. You catch on the gravel when you slide in a longer road surface. Do you find that? Um, so, <laughs> what I don't like is the hands coming out either side of the boot. <laughs> you know that, the comedy hands. Yeah, that is no. a... Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. That is something that really people did decide was quite bad taste, and then they stopped having them. Because I used to... Are you talking about the stick-on fingers? Yeah, stick-on yeah. fingers. Yeah, so I so used it looks to, like someone's trapped So, so my parents got a car, a Peugeot, when I was about... Stop showing off. I, <laughs> I used to beg them to get one of those... To get those stick-on fingers, and they always refused, and I used to think it was so lame of them. But now I look back and I think, A, they were quite right not to, and B, they, they're terribly bad taste. Yeah. I don't know if they were... I just, it's one of those jokes, the first time you, sit, you see it, you think, oh, that's a funny idea to do. And then the 8,000th time you see uh, yeah. you assume the car's being driven by imbeciles. Mm-hmm. Whereas they might have been, that for, for all you know, it's that first one you saw that you also thought was hilarious. About that, about that. There's for a, a car around the corner from me that's got those stick-on bullet holes. Oh, that's the, oh I haven't seen them for ages. It's a really old car, but I don't think you get those stick-on bullet holes. My son wants me to get some for our car. Um, I mean, we live in Manchester. There's a chance that there will be bullet holes in it eventually anyway if we just drive around enough. But I, I would like the stick-on ones. <laughs> They'd I, be good. I didn't still know they still existed. Do people still put the names of the, uh, the, 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 the two Aww. partners on the on the sunstrip thing? <laughs> do people still have sunstrips? Ah, oh. how often on this show do I say does something still happen? <laughs> because I'm so <laughs> I'm so out of touch with what's actually happening in the world. Poor me. When I say poor, I mean spiritually. <laughs> actually, no, I'm not poor, <laughs> not poor in any sense. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, knitting needles chatter, apparently. That's oh. great, that is true. And then 044 says, certainly don't want that at your gig. Really? Chattering. Oh, I see that, yeah. See, chatter. You see, I, um, she, to be fair to this woman, I should add that she was knitting blankets for the Libyans. Oh. So I couldn't really <laughs> stop, I couldn't stop her from, uh, from doing I bet that. she said that as if it was like a j- get out of jail free. Yeah, that is a when, that's a heckle comeback. It's like when anybody's got what the rest of the audience are going to perceive as a do-gooder's job. When you say to somebody in the audience, "What do you do?" and they're like, "Oh, I help the dot dot dot," and you go, oh, "I can't make fun of you for the whole night, can I?" You got to move along. I've, I, I like to think I've transcended that. 
Um, <laughs> how's that going? It's all right. I think, I think the, uh, I mean, the whole word do-gooder, the yeah. fact that that's a negative It is term, terrible, isn't it? It is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it is terrible. What a person who does good. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Can I yeah. ask you a question? What, um, what crafts would you draw the line at if people were doing it during your We could work. Yeah. <laughs> I think that on a health and safety thing, because the sharp yeah. end of, of one of those pieces of wicker, you know, sometimes they spring out if you don't, if you don't properly lodge them in the frame. Yeah, I mean, and Mike... you don't want the person adjacent to the wicker worker to having to wear the safety glasses. No. Then it will take, they'll be thinking, Frank looks orange. Mm. Yes. Or is these safety glasses? I do look a bit orange since I've, <laughs> since since I've been teeth, teeth whitening. <laughs> people are unsure whether my teeth have got whiter or my face has got darker. They, they're confused by it. But it was... I also thought, isn't it... It's quite warm in Libya, isn't it? <laughs> Not at night, I don't think. I think they probably need blankets. People always say that about the desert. I was in the Sahara Desert at night. It was sweltering. Right. <laughs> Why were you there? I was there with uh, Comet Relief. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. The best way to exactly. go. Now I'm we can't one, take the mickey out. I'm one of them do-goodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to take the mickey out of it. I was fine with it. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting, um, thing, the blanket. The knitter? Well, you know people knit blankets for the third world. We have transcended the blanket. No one uses blankets hardly anymore. We've moved on to the duvet. True. Why don't we send them duvets? It's a patronising thing to send them stuff. you can't knit a duvet. Oh. You can't get a duvet? You can't knit a duvet. You can't make your own duvet. No, but we could put money in and buy them some nice duvets. Well, I don't see why they should have something that we rejected years ago as impractical. And then that woman could fully focus on Frank's gig, save herself the knitting. She could stitch a duvet. Everyone's a winner. She could have sat there putting covers on the duvets before they went out. That would not be distracting. <laughs> no, not just happier all. that she just knitted. <laughs> no, actually, it's a good thing. Uh, but I was, I was trying to work up a, uh, uh, that what they really need is a sort of general duvet. <laughs> Because it was Libya. <laughs> but I never quite got there on the night. <laughs> I'm not sure you've quite got there <laughs> some days later. No, no, but you two are a tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> part of it, professional rivalry. Part of it that you... Because of your own experiences, you've come to hate comedy in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's an uphill struggle. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. And we're ready to go right here on Absolute Radio on Saturday morning. The sun's shining, I'm feeling great. If you want to text the show, we're on 8 12 15, or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or you can email the show the old fashioned way uh, via the Absolute Radio website. Okay, that's what, they, that's what they want, the readers. And that's what you gave them. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they want that for three hours, ideally. Well, oh, exhausting. That, yeah. If I could keep that up for three hours, I could go to any radio station in the country. Mm hmm. I mean, I think you arguably could go to any radio station in the country. They just wouldn't let you I on mean, unless you did that. No, I could go there as a visitor. Yeah. <laughs> you get a visitor's pass from front desk, have stand a little look outside, in. Stand outside with an autograph book. Uh-huh. And then... And when people come out, don't ask her for an autograph. Saying, mm. say, why do you talk in that voice? Then what you should do is, you should sign the autograph book, tear out a page and give it to them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that'd be nice. That'd be lovely. I could have what? Why? What? I could have a toilet roll. It's already serrated. Yeah. 
Do you know what? There probably is a market for you giving out your autograph to people that have not requested it. You could stand at stage doors, do that. You could go to premieres and do that. Well, I've, it's never happened to me, but I've heard of... I remember Ryan Giggs saying once a, someone came up to him and asked for his autograph and he signed it and they just ripped it up and threw it on the floor. Oh. And it was a sort of, you know, to... to oh, it was a, it was it was a, a diss. Fun. That's it only diss. as disrespectful as knitting in the second row. I was uh, well, all right with knitting in the second row. I mean, it was for Libya. <laughs> for goodness sake. <laughs> By the way, can I thank um, Patrick Field, who sent me a fabulous um, cosmonaut poster. You know I'm a big fan of... Oh, aren't you? I'm an uneasy big fan of Soviet Russia <laughs> and a more confident fan of um, the cosmonauts. And he sent me a fab uh, poster and pointed out that it's the uh, anniversary of Gagarin's flight on the 12th of April. Uh, it's already in my diary. I've got the reminders sent. I might, okay. I might go out okay. that night and just look at the stars a bit. Well, just for two a, minutes. If it's a full moon, just watch out, because people will be wild. And he says, as a PS, thanks very much for sending a birthday card after I wrote to you recently for my daughter Ellie. She was really thrilled. What goes around, comes around. When I sent that card, That's it was just a gesture. But now I've got a cosmonaut poster as a result of it. What about that? That's the most lunar statement you made, what goes around comes around. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did talk about waves. It's been a very lunar and morning. And a lot of people have yeah. backed up that seven-wave um, theory of yours. Well, Sarah's dad, apparently, was a windsurfer. Sarah, the assistant producer, said that's, what surf- that's surfer's law. Every seventh one is a big one. Yeah. Right. It's not Snow White's <laughs> law. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we need to talk about... Hold on, what's... Uh, Holly was about to oh. give me a factoid. Oh, were you? Were you? Oh, was I? No, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Did we get to the bottom agree? of the dangling... Um, yeah, well, someone has texted in. I yes. Think. Yeah. I um, was saying that, um, in my opinion, that dangling strip at the back of cars which dragged on the road was to prevent uh, travel sickness, as I, as I understood it. Well, I'm afraid Ian has... Uh, texted strips hanging beneath cars were designed to discharge static electricity to stop you getting the static discharge you receive sometimes when you got out of a car and touch the car door no need for sun strips these days as newer car windscreens have them already incorporated do they that's from Ian. good info i um, how, how often have you got a, a charge from a car, a car oh, door handle? i've had a few i've had a few and lifts lifts in hotels oh. I don't think I've... I can't remember everyone from a card. Obviously, they're obviously open for me. Exactly. Yeah. That could be That's it. why, um, I mean, you are driven. That's why chauffeurs wear leather gloves. Oh, and those thick rubber gum boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's Waders. Not, nothing to do... Uh, yeah. Nothing to do with um, travel sickness. That's not... That's not what You know what? I've been a damn fool. Mm. Um, we've also had a message. Hello, Frank and all. Have you ever seen vans or stickers with stickered arbitraries on them? Very strange and informative, but how would you sell on the vehicle in the future? What do you guys think? What's, Adam? A, what's a stickered arbitrary? I think he means, like, you know, signage. The signs on vans. I think he's calling it stickered arbitraries. Do you mean stuff like Dave yeah. Willis? Yeah. Roofer? And I, I hate to uh, dispel any myths that Adam has got, but I actually know some people that work in the, uh, sign-writing business. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and those peels that they put on vans, you can just take them off. Just take them off. Could I just go up to a car and 
peel off the stick at Albert Tree. That'd Pro- be funny. Probably yeah, with the right tools. Put it on an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd say, oh, that roof, uh, he must be in, in a bit of a rush. Yeah, you might need a scalpel uh, to get, get started, you know, like... Yeah, but that would put me... Holes. If I was buying anything and there was a sticker I thought I couldn't get off, that might stop me buying it. I mean, what about if I was buying a van and my my intention was to leave tools in it overnight? <laughs> I always think that about those stickers that say baby on board. They should also have a sticker that says no babies are stored in this car overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. And if, there may be the odd pet, but we will leave the window down about <laughs> an eighth of an inch of it and uh, they breathe. They love a bit of narrow gap breathing. They the do. They do. They've got the mouth for if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Get right, right, right in there. They could lick the outer car if they, if they had a mind to. <laughs> if they're, you know, d- desperate for a dead gnat. Because <laughs> 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 it's protein, that's what you lose when you're in those cars sweating. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I, uh, I mentioned that we need to talk about David Cameron. He's, um, did you mention that? I did. Oh, sorry. I, I did. But it's fine. <laughs> I moved, it's a, a movable feast, isn't it? it? This, uh, this, I was so interested in car sickness. This comedy lark. Um, he's been spotted on... I was nearly spotted this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're nearly splattered. Um, yeah. He's been uh, he's been spotted on an easy jet flight. First of all, I think that's already news. But not only that, he had some Beats by Dr. Dre headphones, which are um, I know them. You know them. I own you a pair. Them. You own a pair. <laughs> I own a pair. What? I think. I think. Are you going to wear them again after the after Cameron's been spotted wearing? Well, mine haven't yeah, got Union them... Jacks on. They're just they're they're um they're white. Not right. patriotic enough. No, no, <laughs> no. I find patriotism a bit complicated, so I didn't go for. Them. No, I was sent them, so I didn't get any choice. You were sent. Well, they were just, they were deliberately picking people who they knew could start a fashion craze. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. They they chose me. Do you think DC got sent his? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon? He's yes. never, he doesn't buy anything. He doesn't buy anything? Nah. Really? I, I reckon he gets everything for free. No, I don't think... I think there's a limit on the gifts he can... Uh, if somebody sent oh, him a Cosmonaut poster, he'd have to specially declare it and stuff. That's right, yeah. He probably has so much paperwork at, at Christmas. Oh, he's got... <laughs> I bet he's got, I bet he's got a, 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 a spare room at, packed with... Um, with uh, cosmonaut posters that have been sent him, which he doesn't feel that he's able to put up. I bet somebody, I bet somebody has sent him one of those, um, you know, those sort of um, Segway things which you just stand on. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I bet you he's been be- asked to and, get and like a hoverboard and yeah, uh, hoverboard and a big mouth uh, Billy Bass singing <laughs> fish. Oh yeah. yeah, don't worry, I bet he's got one of them. Yeah, and a global hypercolour T-shirt and all declared, all of it, all of it declared in the, um, parliamentary. Minutes. Oh, well, I've I've got like I say I've got some beats. I must admit I don't I don't wear them. Um, uh, of course, I can't have beats at the moment because I'm teeth whitening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, I don't know that I've worn them in the street to right. be honest. But as you were saying earlier, um, Holly, men's ears get bigger as they get. So there is a uh, there is a logic to older men wearing those not- just just to avoid flappage. Do not ladies is protrude as they age i don't think so no just men's if you look at you don't see old women with great big ears do you <laughs> i do but that's uh, i i 
I, I look on specialist websites. <laughs> oh dear, one of those big ear babes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ear. Big ear old babes, that's what I'm after. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty niche, but big hey, ear, we've big, all got our predilection, guys. Big ear matures. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I bet there's a site called Big Ear Mature. I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> Who knows what might come up, but uh, be elephants. Well, what happens with women is that they often wear... Oh, say, what happens with women? I've been wanting to know this for a long time. <laughs> Here we go. Got my da- pen out. Dangly earrings. Come on, I'm all ears. They... <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm getting on a bit. They tend to s- sort of stretch down the lobe, the <laughs> earrings, after a few years. So that as they get older, they tend to get very elongated earlobes after many years of earring wearing. Well, they could use that, couldn't they, as a sort of uh, makeshift facelift? If they knotted them underneath the throat, they could hold in the uh, the jeweler. The wattle. You know yeah. the jeweler. <laughs> yeah. Isn't the wattle on the top of the jeweler? <laughs> <Well, they>, um, <laughs> the no, the wattle is get a under. I, I thought the wattle was on the top. That bit on the top, the red thick sort of. You know that sort of mohican. Yeah. They have like a mohawk, the, the average chicken. Like I, a think red the, I, the I think the wattle is underneath. Oh. Is it, isn't that a dewlap? The but dewlap is on cows, I think. Uh. Take that back. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again, just as loudly. The dewlap is on cows. Oh, come on. we will have to go to adverts while we sort this out. <laughs> Legally. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um... DC David Cameron was heading off to Lanzarote for a for a break. Oh, he was. I thought he was coming back. He was going. He was going out with oh, the beats. It says, yeah, he I thought went out, he was. He went out a day later. No, a day before with the kids, didn't he? And then Sam flew out a day later. Is that right? Nice. Yeah, but he had his beats All on. All holiday, he'll be saying, "Well, come on." Every time he goes somewhere on his own on the holiday, or he's on the phone, he'll say, "Come on, I brought him. I was with him yeah. on my own on yeah. the plane." <laughs> yeah. It's, it's obviously keeping an attentive watch on them. He's got a big pair of beats on. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what he was... I must say, the last thing I think I listened to on my beats was the audio book of um, Russell's History of Western <coughs> Philosophy. And you think that's what he might have had on? I don't, people assume you're listening to music, but it's yeah. because there's all sorts of scope. I think it should be music, though, if it's beats. I know, but it, they were free, my beats. Yeah, but I mean, I like. I think there should be a separate headphones brand that's called like Words. <laughs> oh, I see. If what about if I beats? listen? I have listened to the vowels. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's a book called Jack's Book, which is the story of Jack Kerouac, and uh-huh. he was one. He was a beat poet. Could mm-hmm. I listen to that? Yeah, on the beats. Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll give you that. Fine. That's I'll tell you what sorting. I think David Cameron was listening to. Uh, I think he was listening to Europe, the Final Countdown. That's uh, oh, oh come that's on. Good. There you go. That that this boy. <laughs> why isn't he bigger? This forty-one-year-old man. <laughs> why, isn't he, why isn't he a household name? I mean, off the back of that joke, I think he might be. <laughs> he might do. What about if that joke sent him to the stratosphere? You know, like that that moment when. Um, <laughs> What's that? Your chair's collapsed. That's it. <laughs> Sent me through the stratosphere, but downwards. But head, everything it, was cut against. Oh his head's got so out. big, <laughs> his chair has collapsed. Could have been worse. Could have been his neck muscles. That's true. Yeah, I quite like those. I like oh. those as they are. But I can't. I. I I feel it's a bit unfair. What um, the bloke's been sent some free headphones. We assume. 
Oh, you are, well, no, I think, I think it has been established that they were a gift. I don't know. I don't know. They're, I mean, they retail at about 300 quid a pair, as you wouldn't know. No. They're <laughs> very you? nice, though. They, are they? They're snug. Are they? Snug. They're nice. And when I look in the mirror... Snug or snug? They're soft on your oh, massive old ears. They're snug. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they are soft on my massive old ears, <laughs> and also that's they, what the quote on the box says. But I do get um, I do get um, earphone hair in my ears afterwards. It flattens down all the hair. You what? You know, you know when old men get hairy ears. So all the hair is flattened down by wearing them. It looks like a couple have been lying in a meadow. <laughs> like a crop circle. Yeah, exactly. Well, that would be great if they left... Like, if they said dry. <laughs> they could incorporate that. So they leave dry crop circles in your ear hair. I like the idea of them. I'm, I've been thinking recently about going, like, over the ear, because I wear the little earbuds ones, which are good, but I lose them, and also I physically lose them. In your my, ear? Yeah, my left, my left ear, they fall out of. I oh, yeah, they're very annoying. I, I, my ear canal... On the left one, it's badly designed, I think, and it just drops out. So I'll be walking along. That's happened to me. The ones that come with um, iPhones, or the smartphones, mm -hmm. are available. Um, they just fall out of me. They fall out of you? <laughs> they do. They completely fall out of me. They're like wind, wind, windfall earplugs. <laughs> so I, I like... Uh, and there's no... I mean, these are plain. He's, he's gone for the most garish. That's why I think it was a gift. I think they, I read, were they were um, Olympics... Um, Oh, oh right, that yeah. would make sense. And all the yeah. all the British Olympic athletes was were, were given was, them free. I don't remember what his sport was. What was it? Cameron's <laughs> rowing, <laughs> definitely. Ironically enough, shooting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he always keeps a derringer in the sock. So if ever he's um, shot at, in he'll he'll take the bloke down before he goes. That's what Elvis used to do. Did he? Elvis used to have a gun in his boot. So if he was shot as one of his Vegas gigs, he could shoot the bloke who, um... Shoot all woman. Him. All woman! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shoot back. It was always one of my favourite images. Um, Elvis, um, like, you know, blood all over his jumpsuit, firing wildly into the crowd, <laughs> taking people who really <laughs> love him down as well as... Uh, Isn't there an Andy Warhol of that? Similar. <laughs> Andy Warhol? Isn't it's there? Isn't the one? Of, isn't the portrait of, An, of uh, Elvis with a gun the Andy Warhol screen print? That's Elvis from, um, I think, from Flaming Star. Uh, it's a still a from the film with a gun. Yeah, it's huh. mm. my uh, little bit of inside information. Not that I'm inside, inside. Andy Warhol, <laughs> or not as we speak. <laughs> the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. So we were talking about David Cameron. Is it alright for a man? How old is David? He's younger than me, David Cameron. Um, is, he, is he alright to wear beats? I wear my beats. I don't wear them in the street. It's, uh, you know what I'm talking about. He's been <laughs> accused. He's been accused of trying to look cool and uh, and failing. That's why I don't wear him. But isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that ageism? At its very. Why shouldn't I wear him in the street? I'm not sure if he is trying to look cool. I think he. I think he might be like me. He's had problems with the little in the earbud ones and losing them. And he's gone. I'm going to get a massive yeah. Union Jack. He's pair. on holiday as well. And that way, if Where he loses he them on the plane, the only other persons that they can be is is Farage, and uh, yeah. and it's unlikely that he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, they're mine. So it's fine.
but it's also unlikely that he's go- that Farage is going to go on holiday to Lanzarote. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He'd burn. He, he would also only go as far as the Isle of Wight. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they do look a bit uh, gimme one time though. For a, what does that a mean? My, uh, a bit, you know, a bit groovy and cool. Right. But this is the thing. Everyone's saying, "Is it now? Is has Cameron, you know, put the nail in the coffin for Beats being cool?" But as a well, I'm not that young person. I don't think they've been that cool for a while. For a while. Yeah. Beats haven't. So I think it's actually fair oh, enough that Beats can that. now be given to the next, to the generation above us to have and to yeah. enjoy. I think it's uh, the fact that he's wearing Union Doubt ones makes it okay, as he's the Prime Minister. I mean, you know the way um, Obama always wears a, a, an American badge? Mm. You know, he wears the flag as a badge. Yeah. I think he set the precedent now that... Not the president. (laughs) (laughs) um, Just in case you forgot who I'm the president of, here's the thing. And I think I think um, Eurovision. I always think it's it's oversell the American badge on Obama. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We guessed that. Do you think if if it's a sort of state tragedy, he has to wear it half mast? He has to put it halfway down his blazer. (laughs) I don't know that. Do you think if if something bad happened in the UK, Cameron would have to wear those headphones? Round, round his underneath his armpits <laughs> <laughs> on his bicep like yeah. a, like that would be brilliant if he did if he did that trying to be respectful he'd be tore apart <laughs> but mine are playing just they're just playing they've got no um, but you haven't worn yours no outdoors arbitraries. you've got no arbitraries maybe you could peel off something you know what I'm thinking I'm going to start wearing them now outdoors yeah I don't think it's a coolness I don't like the oppressive oh you're too old to wear them this is the first time David Cameron has inspired anyone to take up a fashion trend yes it's true but I did um, I, I did a, a fabulous granddad thing the other night at this gig it was like a teenage girl in the front row who was when I went on was texting you know which is never a good mm-hmm. the same night as the knitter I think that's why I was so genial with the knitter because compared to texting right. mm. although so, she was she was knitting the words I'm so bored. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you? Just yeah, with a letter yeah. U. Question, <laughs> question mark, smiley that face. That would be great if she just knitted, shall we go, and held it up to the person <laughs> next to her. <laughs> what I'd like her to have knitted me was an act. <laughs> that would have really come in uh, helpful on the night. But anyway, um, this I said this is like... And this wasn't comedy. This was just that when you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I said... Uh, she was on. I said, "You on Twitter?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "Facebook?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "Do you on uh, you on that um, knapsack?" <laughs> I was trying no. to say Snapchat, <laughs> and you said knapsack. I said knapsack. Now that surely is the moment oh, when I'd be far better off, far better <laughs> off. I'd be far better off in a home. <laughs> <laughs> That's your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we're still talking, I think. Are we still... About what? About David Cameron and his... Just generally that sense of what things you're not... You know, the other week I was on about... I said that I felt really self-conscious because I had a plastic bottle of water in the street. And I thought people were thinking, he's a bit old for that kind of thing. What, plastic (laughs) water? Plastic bottle of water? Yeah. That's what, a young they, person's thing, what, isn't you it? Are you going to drink it out of, like, a, a hewn-out horn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> um, 
No, I think that it's a young person's game, the plastic bottled water. I think thing. hydration yeah. is everybody's game. Well, That's hydration is a, is a modern trend. We didn't bother with hydration when I was I young. can understand you mm. not bothering with a straw, but I don't think you should worry about a bottle. Well, I felt incredibly self-conscious about it, so I don't think I'll ever do that again. Mm-hmm. I think I might be too old to um, add any jewellery. No, I think. Mm. I mean, I, there's a bit of me that would quite like to add some jewellery, but I think if I came in here next week with like a necklace on, you'd all go, "You've started wearing a necklace, Alan," and then there'd be too much focus I on don't it. Think I'd, because I'd you're a sort of a pseudo mod, and often have the top button fastened. I, I don't haven't done it today because it's warm. I don't think we'd know. Mm. I think I'm getting too old for a hoodie. Oh, I had that. Oh, I had that see, worry. I still wear a hoodie, yeah. and, I, and I look like the, a, a monk's ghost <laughs> when I wear it. I think you can come out the other side, though. I think you can probably feel like that for a while, and then at the other end, you can start wearing hoodies again. I when? A few yeah, years. I'm not sure I'm uh, I'm anywhere near. Also, it's like they don't want to be on me. I've noticed that when <laughs> I wear one, when I wear one with a coat, you know when you wear one with a coat and you put the hood on out, outside the coat, it won't lie down. It looks like I've got some sort of like a backdrop. <laughs> and I think that's the hoodie saying, no, stop wearing me now, you're this age. I'm trying to leave you. But I might need that hoodie if I'm hiding me beats. That's true, yeah. But then if, if that bird flies past you again, you're wearing that hoodie. Oh, it's all, they caught it. It's all... What about long my hair? my end is my beginning. What about long hair for me? Because I've, I've battled with hating my own hair, and I've periodically shaved it off, but it always grows back. So I was considering going the other way and just never getting it cut again. But I might... Would I be... Like, I don't know if I could wear a ponytail. I think you have to be in a band, don't you, to, oh, to dear. be an older guy with long hair. Well, I'm not going to be in a band. I'm not prepared to do that just to have long hair. I mean, can I still wear those trainers that light up? <laughs> no, no you, I'm not what sure. What about the ones with little wheels in them? <laughs> the, 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 I, I couldn't handle them <clears throat> with my joints. Funnily enough. <laughs> but the ones that light up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nearing an age when I'm going to start wandering. Right. the elderly do, you know, when they wander <laughs> off. That might, if Kath was out searching for me in the early that'd hours, help. that could be a lifesaver. <laughs> that'd help. So I wouldn't hear her with me beats. wouldn't hear her calling. I've been thinking about getting those, um, you know those shoes that have, I'd like... Like a disco, if I went out me beats and, uh... <laughs> you would, one-man disco, Frank Skinner. <laughs> you should be able to turn those round, yeah. so that, you know that people in cars have really loud music. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Alan. I've been thinking of getting those shoes that um, are like gloves for your feet. You know, the ones with sort oh, of... Oh, I've got a pair of those. Uh, you haven't. I have. Like I've... five fingers or whatever yeah. they're called. A friend of mine got... had those. Oh. She said, you can never stand in some dog waste. No. And ever, it's the worst experience of your life. Because it seeps in. It, you just, it's, it's the worst. She said it's the worst thing that ever happened to her foot. Wow, that's... She's lucky. Yeah, yeah what a great life. <laughs> that's the worst that thing. Brilliant. Her foot. <laughs> it's the worst thing that happened to a foot. Yeah. <laughs> now I found that. Not I, Veruca? Um, no. <laughs> it's worse than that. When my eyesight started to go, you know, when you do that thing where you have to hold things quite away from you. Yeah. Right. It means I could prop it up at the end of the bed and turn the pages with my feet <laughs> with those shoes on, which I, was a, was a godsend. Um, I, what do atheists call a call a godsend? Just a send. Like oh, rubbish. <laughs> They need to. They just, need to get they a just new. Just call it yeah. something good. They need a new prefix. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
Um, we've had a text from Dan on the M4. A wise man I work with, uh, we'll, we'll be the judge of that, a wise man I work with always says that as soon as you let new technologies or youth trends surpass you, then you begin to prematurely age yourself. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. He needs, I think he needs to, if he's going to be a wise man, he needs to get a bit pithier with his, his quotable <laughs> phrases. <laughs> and also, that wise man sounds like he might be the, you know, the old git in skateboarding trousers in, in work. Like, you know, you can't no, do that. No, I, I, I think there is, there's a lot of prejudice at that end. Yeah. I mean, I've had to stop... I'm um, bringing a lot of that to this. Yeah. I, I, I've had to stop rolling up one leg on my trousers. <laughs> yeah? It doesn't work with a suit. No. True. But if I did that, if I came in with some tracky bottoms and one leg rolled up, you wouldn't... You'd feel you had to comment, wouldn't you? Well, if you were wearing a um, sort of handkerchief with um, knots in each corner on your head as well, then yeah. I think you'd just look like a sort of man from the like, 50s on a beach. You'd assume I'd left with two legs rolled up and one had just... <laughs> yeah, just flopped straight. down. <laughs> no, it's a terrible... It's a prejudice, though, isn't it? Yeah. I don't often uh, back David Cameron, but on this one... <laughs> Someone tweeted in and said, Ben Ben Roberts tweeted in and said, hip-hop on the karaoke. That's a very good... You, there's a certain age where you can't pull that off. I don't know if oh. I could have ever pulled that off. Do people actually rap to karaoke? Yeah. Oh, no. That's the whole... That destroys the whole point of it, doesn't it? What? Yeah. Well, the whole point is that some people can sing well and some people can't, and let's watch that happen. But if you're going to come on and just you know, talk with gusto, which I think is a fair summary of <laughs> well, what rapping th- is. I think you've just <laughs> automatically counted yourself out of <laughs> listening to beats uh, with hip-hop on it. No, I've always thought, though, when the first... You know when you get a singer comes on and does, like, a brilliant vocal and then a rapper suddenly comes out from the wings and does that rapping bit in the middle? Like Pitbull. <laughs> well, whoever it, whoever it would be. So you get Mary J. Blige and she's on stage in the... It's beautiful. Yeah. And then somebody comes out, and I went down, and I went to... I've often thought, mm. wouldn't it be brilliant if she had never heard hip-hop? <laughs> and said, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's, that's not good enough. <laughs> not just that sort of talking with, with gusto. So you've never rapped in your life? Um, I've... I don't... I, I mean, I like rap, but I don't think it's right for karaoke. Mm-hmm. You prefer it for rap battles, don't you? I like rap rap battles. In in garages. I was talking um, to um, DJ Nahal on Asian Network this week, Uh and he does some of those um, rap battles. They are abusive. I mean, they are extreme. They say terrible things to each other. (laughs) I mean, terrible things. All right, Grandad. It's like roasting. (laughs) It's like roasting. It is, yeah, but in... uh, in, in rap, rap form, form, in rhyming form. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't like... It, that suggests that in, in us all is, is a sort of an internet comments person. There's a mm. troll in everyone. And yeah. I don't like to think that that's true. Eight, twelve, fifteen. 15. <laughs> if you want to say something really horrible to me, because I don't read them. So what you like. No, mate, no, really. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh is with us this morning. Uh, you can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio webby. Uh, we were going to discuss the um, story about Kay Burley, who's Kay in the news. Kay Burley, she's a newsreader, isn't she? I know. She's, um, 
She's she's on the sky. She's been uh, she's been ridiculed this week because she um, she complained on the uh, social media about having spent one hundred and thirty pounds on a bottle of wine and then not being allowed to drink it in a posh restaurant. And they, they took it. Did they not take it away before she finished it? Oh, is that what happened? No, I think they would tell she could finish it, but not at <clears> the table. <throat> they needed the table, so she had to move to the bar to finish it. So it's not. Not really much of a story in that sense of. Well, again, it's ridicule. Really it's ridicule for not very much, I would say. When you think of the things people could be ridiculed for, if you're into ridicule. If you're into I, ridicule. <laughs> I, uh, I gave up ridicule as uh, a Valen- New Year's resolution. In uh, 1987 yeah. when you started stand up. <laughs> yeah. There's no place for it in stand up. No, absolutely not. You're right. You've got to have a rule. Um, yeah, so she bought. I think well, the, the what. It, it's the old first world problems. I think that was that's that what was, people were saying. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, there's got to be a there has to be a level above first world problems when you're hashtagging the Chilton Firehouse, which is the most exclusive restaurant in London at the moment. I mean, that's, that, there's first is that world why problems. Why they were rushing around? And then there's like got... then there's otherworldly problems, and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is problems. If something's right. making someone melancholy, yeah. they're, they're entitled to bring it up, aren't they? Yeah, even Kay Burley's allowed to be unhappy about not drinking her wine. That's, yeah. You're right. I mean, how much is wine? I have no idea. Is this a lot of money for wine? 130 is on the steep side <laughs> for I'm, wine, yeah. I honestly don't... I would not know. You know, there's these celebrities, they don't know how much a pint of milk is. What, I don't know how much a bottle of wine is. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. I haven't drunk for nearly 30 years. How much Your is... time, If yeah. I went into a supermarket for an average bottle of wine, how much would I pay? <sighs> I mean, it depends what You don't know market. either. No, you no, don't no, 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 no. If you went to, say, Aldi... Yeah. You'd be paying anything up to 30p. <laughs> if you were going to, uh, say, Waitrose... You're not thinking of milk. But what's average? <laughs> a pint of wine. I think... I I'd think say s- six quid. Yeah, people probably for... That's what, what, cheap. Wait, there's that's a lot of faces. Really? Is that expensive? I thought people paid that for a you'd pint that's, of You'd say beer. that's top level. Six would be cheap and cheerful, wouldn't it? I no, think. that's average, I think. Average. But if you were taking so it to a dinner know. party, if I was taking a bottle to a dinner party, I would probably spend twelve just so that what? people didn't look down their That's nose ridiculous. at me. That's ridiculous. Come on, twelve. I pounds. wouldn't take wine. I ate <laughs> wine. The whole. I mean, I don't. I don't really. Wine. I don't do so, this. People walk into a shop and say, "I want some wine." Well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you get, like get you like alcohol-free wine? Don't stop do you pretending take? you yeah, don't love it. Wine. What do you take when you go to a dinner party? I take st- non-alcohol stuff. I don't want to encourage you them. take barley water with Why really yes. ruin my evening by them helping them to get drunk and dull? Okay, but what what do you take? Like a ginger beer? I'll take, yeah, I'll take some snacks, some healthy snacks. Yeah. <laughs> some crudités. Almonds. Yeah. <laughs> I might take some almonds. Yeah. Gojo berries. Frank goes to a dinner party <laughs> like he's attending a picnic. <laughs> he brings I'd, his own stuff. I'd take a goji yeah. if I wouldn't be afraid of that. Um, oh, and then I might take a non-alcoholic wine or some one of those fancy no- drinks. But I'm not good, you know. I think it's all right for her to complain about it. I did, when she, she was mocked on the Twitter and and she said, oh, I'm sorry, I thought I could spend my money on, she said, oh. She (laughs) said, I thought I could spend my money how I liked and I think that's fair enough. Just get him. I think she should have chugged it down there at the table, just right there, just out the bottle, right into her neck. I think she should have said, well, it's only wine. Who cares? I carry, a, I carry a funnel with me exactly for that moment. If I've really got a, like, if I've got to drink half a bottle of wine and I'm being rushed in a restaurant, I just 
jam the funnel in and pour it in like that. That's not true, is it? No. I decant <laughs> it into a um, um, plastic bottle that I might have earlier. That's a good idea. Drunk, and then enjoy it over the next two or three days. Do you know what? I was in a, um, I was in a, <laughs> a well-known coffee shop on a services the other day, and this, um, I think he was a truck driver, he probably just had the full uh, shirt off wash in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And he, uh, he got his proper coffee from a coffee shop poured into his flask for later. Hadn't even thought of that. Good idea. Hadn't even thought of that. That is a good idea. She could have done that. She could have had a little flask with her. She should have taken the flask. Oh, why If she can spend £130 on a bottle of wine, she can spend eight ninety nine on a flask. I like to decant it into a lady's slipper <laughs> and drink it from that. <laughs> To oh, go. Hewn out horn. <laughs> to go. Hewn <laughs> out horn. Sounds like um, somebody <laughs> might read the news. In Wales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's off. It's probably a TV show in Wales. You know. And now it's time for episode seven of You Know Torn. I think we'll stop there. I worry about what you've just said in Welsh now. I've probably just said. Have you finished ewing? <laughs> <laughs> they never finish ewing in Wales, of course. It's packed with them. <laughs> now, there was Hugh and you yeah. in that. And Hugh Multiple. and you. You and yours. That's what they can say about Wales. They can say you and Hugh and you and Hugh. And of course, at the Colf and you Hugh at the coal face as well. You could have the three, two Hughes and a you. All in that mm-hmm. you and you... And a colour. <laughs> yeah. What's the colour of Wales? Green. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what, this story has made me feel I'm glad I'm not on the Twitter personally because uh, I think I would make similar type gaffes as not the £130 wine. I no, I can't spend, imagine that. wouldn't spend that much. But, you know, I was uh, I was recently in a hotel, ordered room service, they said, would you like a drink with that? And one of the things I'm most proud about, about my adult life, is that I've started to drink sparkling water. Mm-hmm. It's a real, like, achievement for me, and I said, yeah, I'd like a large sparkling water, please. They brought up the dinner, I opened the sparkling water, nothing. Not a... Not still. A... Mm. It was still water. Yeah. And I was hashtag gutted. And I think if I was on the Twitter, I would have complained about that. Because I told about four people in the following 48 hours about I ordered still, I ordered sparkling water and I got still and I was really upset. And I just think people would have been like, oh, Alan, with your first world problems, poor you, your water wasn't sparkling. Do you think the Africans care? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, there would have been a lot of that. Yeah, water the well, 18 (laughs) miles, (laughs) still water. Yeah. Yeah. But they'd be still water, exclamation mark, because they'd be happy. Yeah. There's still water. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it and took I think me I would have years. been pilloried. On, on the sophistication front, it took me years to say sparkling water. I always used to say, do you, do you, I always said fizzy. I say fizzy. <laughs> yeah, I find some people, if they're, if they're um, you know, sometimes working in bars, there are people who are not natives of the country. Mm-hmm. And if I said fizzy, they'd say, uh, what's, what's that? So then I'd have to say sparkling. And in the end, they've broken me down. Is that fair? No. <laughs> Phone Nigel Farage on Talksport. 
Um, I don't think he's on talk sport, is he? He could be all right on there. I just think her argument was, can I not spend my money on what I want to spend it on? Which is reasonable, sure. yeah. isn't it? Sure. And also, if you're eating at the Chilton Firehouse, I'm sure... I mean, I haven't been, but I'm sure £130 for a bottle of wine is, is low-end. Probably house. House wine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I once spent um, 1,500 quid on a bottle of wine. Oof. Hello? <laughs> as a gift. I was buying it as a gift for my manager. We'd been, uh, we'd been together for some uh, 20 does, years. Does he know how much you'd paid for it? Is he, it he I'll, sa- I'll say he does. <laughs> no, he actually left the receipt. No, no, one thing you have to do if you buy someone a 1,500 quid bottle of wine is you have to say, um, this is a 1,500 quid bottle of wine I've bought yeah. you. Because it's a real cruel act to have someone drink a bottle of wine not knowing that it's a 15 because yeah, yeah. the whole excitement of it is that it's an expensive but yeah but because you know he could True. have been at home and they could have been cooking and his wife oh, no. said you haven't got any red wine yeah, for the totally. old uh, spag bowl of frank got looked a bit dusty <laughs> to use that on. but when i car- i carried it <clears> into town when I, I i used to live about 25 minutes from the west end and we were meeting to celebrate our anniversary mm-hmm. and we've been together a long time i was happy to spend the money on him and I wasn't going to drink any on... But I, I walked in, and it was quite crowded on the in London, obviously. Oh. And I, I looked like a 1920s anarchist <laughs> clutching this thing like I'd got a homemade bomb in there. <laughs> I was so... I thought, if somebody just knocks my shoulder and I drop this, I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to physically attack that person. Yeah. It was one of the most nerve-wracking walks. Uh, I, I saw a one of the saddest things I've ever seen. We were on a tube, the tube stopped abruptly the um the train stopped abruptly and um, someone who was standing up fell over onto a box which had a cake a wedding cake in it and <sighs> squashed the cake was there incidental music <laughs> it was did it go wow that was so <laughs> awful could that possibly be a real thing you actually saw I that i actually saw it and it was absolutely i mean the fallout was horrendous and this is a woman who hates british sitcoms yeah. And that one no, was a, class, a classic I moment. I love British sitcoms. You like American sitcoms. <laughs> I like all things. Told you you wouldn't You don't like it. all things. I all like things? All thi- I like all things. You name Do one thing. Do you like thing. oppressive regimes? Uh, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, yeah. We all do. <laughs> Takes all that decision-making out of life. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a couple of texts, uh, one just hot off the press. Hi, Frank, about the wine. My husband once told me he was in an expensive restaurant and somebody left a small amount of wine as a tip for the waiter. Maybe the waiter was just after her wine. I've never heard of a wine tip. Actually, that is true. If you are buying a £15,000 bottle of wine... Yeah. ..and it's, like, super good stuff, if you were to give somebody a a tiny glass of it, a thimble... Yeah. yeah, that would be quite a. Tr- I mean, I, I actually know a guy who's a wine seller. Oh, an yeah. He's a seller. <laughs> an off licensee. <laughs> he lives downstairs. We <laughs> 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 will store wine in him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he he went round to his friend's house who opened a forty five thousand pound bottle of wine. Whoa. And the guy said, "You can you can have a tiny sip just just to like have a, an experience." Of just it. have the anecdote. Yeah, I mean that's like a. I mean, even a sip is like a. 40 quid, isn't it? Yeah, what a thought. Yeah, but, like, when I worked on bars when I was younger, if somebody had said, what, oh... when you're in prison? Yeah. <laughs> if somebody had said, oh, we've left you this wine as a tip, back then I would have gone, I don't drink wine. 
could have the money. <laughs> I'd rather have the money. Like, I know put, you'd rather put three have quid money. on a tray well, or something. You know when barman and people, someone says, oh, "Hey, get yourself a drink." Yeah, you do it in American accents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you just go. Oh, cheers! You're not going to drink that drink there and then. No, you just put three pounds fifty or whatever in the in a tin. Yeah, right? yeah, but they're yourself. not thinking fifteen hundred quid bottle of wine. Are they? If you said, "Oh, thanks very much," I'll have a nineteen sixty one Chateau Lafitte. <laughs> Chateau no, Lafitte. <laughs> That's what, I bought, that's what I bought this book. This is uh, my, my is manager. That this sounds revolting. Shut out the feet. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. the feet from 69. Um, yeah, and then the guy said, No, I just meant like a beer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we've also had a text from 142. I asked for carbonated water, and the waitress said, We've only got still or sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, marvellous. Have you got uh, eating out bugbears? One of mine is um, is when they give you a choice of how you'd like to have your food and then judge it. So I I was feeling a bit unwell and I ordered lamb and the waitress said, uh, how would you like it cooked? And I said, oh, medium to medium well. And she went, uh, kill it twice, yes? Oh. And I was thinking, well, don't give me a choice. If there's a best choice, just bring it to me in the best way. Don't... Offer me the decision and then mock my decision. Well, Just uh, mind is, your own business. Was the phrase? Totally. A after. friend of mine who was pregnant asked for a steak. Keep, keep, keep it. Uh, keep light. it light. I will. And they said, um, "How do you want that?" And she said, "Medium." And they said, "Shouldn't you have it well cooked?" And she said, "No, I think you can have it medium. That's. I think that's all right." And he, even if she wanted it rare, it's not illegal. It's her choice completely. Yes. And he went, "I won't serve that to you." And she said, "It doesn't matter. It's not illegal. Whatever. I, I mean." That's you know, true, maybe yeah. you've got a point, but you shouldn't be saying that to me. And they had a huge argument. Well, the flip side, and she got so upset. Now, the, the flip side was, I was in, with Daisy, our producer, I was in a restaurant with her. And she was... Um, <coughs> Excuse me. That's quite all right. <laughs> he's, um, he's allergic to anecdotes. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a very difficult show for me. It is. It's very difficult. <laughs> and... Uh, and, and and Daisy was uh, I don't know how, how far gone she was, but she was apparently pregnant. You know, you could you could see. She was showing, I think, is the <laughs> phrase they use. And she ordered uh, a goat's cheese salad, and the waiter said, um, "I I don't think you can have goat's cheese." And, <laughs> um, it's the same bar that yeah, I was in there. Yeah, but yeah, and uh, but it's a Saturday night um, special club, and he said, uh, "I don't think you can have goat's cheese," and she said. Oh, God, yeah, I'd forgotten that. So, in fact, that he, he did the same thing, but it was um, very helpful. Mm. And that's yeah, because difficult. Daisy's a more positive person <laughs> who, who sees the good in people. That's right. Not just shoots them down when they're actually trying to, you know, look after you and your child. Next. <laughs> well, uh, What about this for a K, Burley? I bought... The BBC shop closed down this week. Uh-huh. And you bought you it. You love the BBC and shop. <laughs> For your manager I've, I've, as a 22-year anniversary present. Yeah, I've bought it, and we're going to sell um, <laughs> camping equipment. <laughs> I've bought it... Uh, no, I didn't. I bought um, a, th- a, a box set called The Tenant Years. Oh, yeah. Is and, it? And it's, um, it's every episode... Um, well, it, it, there's complications because he returned, but let's say it's basically uh-huh. every episode that Tenant did as, as the Doctor... So I bought that, 40 quid, re- reduced from uh, 100 quid. 40 not bad, quid. not bad. 40 quid, okay. 60% off, I make that. I think it's 26 CDs. That's... 40 quid. I already had every one of those episodes on, you know, the flagrant. single CDs and Absolutely stuff. Absolutely But I just flagrant. thought I'd like the box set. 
Well, you can condemn me for that. I think but... you were seduced by the deal there, Frank. Yeah, I was seduced, oh, but no. so what? <clears throat> I'm living well, the exa- dream. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the reduced to clear whole... That's the whole philosophy of it, isn't it? I don't think that's it? what people no, mean by living got... the dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I've seduced got... by... It, it is in our house. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got the David, the tenant years, and, um... Twice. In a lovely little box set. Yeah, and you've got them as well in another set. Yeah. And that, you know... What's wrong with that? If I can afford it. Well, True I just... Enough. That money could have gone somewhere else, to Libby, Libby, Libyan quilts. Yeah, it <laughs> could. I just, I just well, remixed I'll, I'll my what, I'll, bur- I'll burn them off the tenant years and send that over. <laughs> what about that? Shit, they, they, you know, they don't just want to hoddle all night, they want a bit of entertainment could as sit well. and watch old Doctor Who's. <laughs> it's very patronising, the idea that they wouldn't enjoy the tenant years. I think a lot of people think he's the best Doctor Who ever. Mm. <clears throat> 8, 12, 15... <laughs> Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Holly, how yes. has your week been? Uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm very worried. What happened was I bought a book off a well-known website, a large Ooh. website that supplies... But you know what? eBay? No, it actually was Amazon. All right. But, um, you know, they used to say, oh, you could buy it new or buy it used. Uh-huh. And then sometimes they sell it for, like, 1p. So I yeah. thought, well, it was, like, 13.99 new or 1p used. Mm-hmm. It, was like it wasn't p- actually 1p, was it? It was 1p, yeah. It was 1p. Plus delivery, yeah. Yeah, plus delivery. Not, that's not ink delivery. That would be a terrible How does business plan. So does the, you, it, you, you, they charge you the £2.80 the for Yeah, the, so it was £2.81. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, I never, I'm not aware of that phenomenon. None of that with phenomenon. the tenant years, because the <laughs> the BBC shop god rested soul um, didn't charge postage in the UK. Right, because they were so desperate to get me. <laughs> Although, if you sent it to Libya, you would have had to pay that. You know the thing about the deal being br- brought in by the deal. Two days after I bought it, it went down to twenty quid. Oh. That oh. was that's one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> well, well done, lucky you. Yeah. So anyway, so I bought this book, and it was a book I really wanted to read. When I opened it up, can I? I, I think we could. I, I'd love to know what the book is. It's called Then. Then we came to the end. It's about. It's brilliant. Okay, short. Is it? No, it's long. Okay, it was a hardback as well. I opened it up. It had a library stamp inside it, and this it wasn't a uh, Amazon that sold me. It was a supplier for Amazon. Right. A library stamp inside it, but no. Um, you know, sometimes they put a stamp in if they've sold it to say. Decommissioned. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Just the library stamp. Like a stamp that sort of says, no longer a library book. This, no, but this one didn't, didn't have, have it. That. It just had the library stamp. And then it also had the stamps from when it had been taken out. And it had been taken out fairly recently. Oh. So I think oh, somebody had no. sold me a library book. And I feel terrible about this. What about what Man, it you be? are going to owe so much money for that book. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, Surely it's the seller, You only paid a penny for it. But when you take it back, that's going to be like <gasps> 25 qu- or 130. You could have bought a bottle of wine in the Chilton firehouse instead. Is, is, is there a possibility, what about this, that there's a few local libraries being closed down. Yeah. Mm. Is that the the idea that someone who was short of money went in there and thought, well, it's closing down soon anyway. Yeah. What about if I take a few books, it wouldn't really be stealing? Well, it still is, though, isn't it? Yeah. What happens to the books of a library that's closed down? Oh, they have to burn them. Out of, out of respect. Like, just like the old days. It is. Yeah. The burning of books. It got a bad rep. I thought rep. that had gone, the <laughs> yeah. burning of books. But no. It's back. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it. it's, it's a stolen it's, library it's book. So do you it's think I should album. get in touch with the library and tell think, them I've got their book? And I no, I think this is a 999 call, <laughs> definitely. That's what, that's what that whole number be, was invented for. It would be great to get in touch with the library. Well, mm-hmm. I'll do that then. But it's actually walking distance. Weirdly, or just get in touch with the police. A private investigator? Maybe a private investigator would be mm-hmm. the way to do it. Definitely. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't know what he'd investigate exactly. So yeah. I'm adding a lot on to my 1p purchase. Private investigators don't tend to advertise with the uh, no job too small slogan that <laughs> handymen do, but if they did, <laughs> this they would always? be right up their street. You know what? I just, when I said that about private, I realised I don't. I've never had an awareness of there ever being a female <laughs> private investigator. Oh. You must get those. You must, but they're very private, both they male private. and female. They, they are both private and investigative <laughs> in their nature. <laughs> private investigators, their thing. So they're in the right job. We're not. We're not knocking them for that. Um, I. Um, it's an interesting moral dilemma. I'm not Pers- sure what to do because well, I feel like I'm handling stolen goods. Mm-hmm. But you might not be. There might be an explanation. You, you're too trusting, I think, of these people who are trying to make money off the system. I'm not so much yeah. trusting as I'm trying to get out of having to do anything about it if it was me. <laughs> if it was a book I really wanted and only only paid a penny for it. And now we're at the end. Or then we go to the end. Yeah. Ironically that it's called that and it's a long book. Yeah. And it's called And Then We Came to the End. Huh? Well, you might never get to the end. Yeah. Before the police kick the door in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've we've had a, an answer to Holly's dilemma about the um, possibly stolen, possibly not book that she's to read to the end of. Um, Holly, read the book and then contact the library. End of dilemma, and you fulfil the title of the book. Yes, and, and, then and says, the purpose of the library. And then it says karma. I don't know if it is karma, but is it from um, Boy George. Yeah. <laughs> It's been cut uh, off. Is this about to say, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> this is really... <laughs> I, I have a long... It's quite a long book, and now I've said it on the radio, I'm assuming the police are on their way to my house as we Just, speak. I mean, you could learn speed reading, which, you know, that'll cut it down, won't it? I think as long as they know it's coming back, I think that'll be fine. Well, Where is the library? Which library? It's a long way away, the library. No, actually, it's quite near my house. So the, it's such it's, a weird... Twist of fate. It Do is a pop a in. Do a pop in. I could pop in, and mm. I'm going to. And I'm yeah. going to get to the bottom of this. And if it is, and I do find out it's stolen, I'm going to give them bad ratings, and I'm going to say this was a stolen book that they sold to me for That's n- quite uh, right. 1p. Quite right. And then you will get someone come round your house. <laughs> smash your face in. Imagine the sort of people. sort of people that are stealing library books are not going to think twice about hitting a woman in the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Did you see the story this week about the man who got into an argument with himself and on on Twitter? I'm um, sorry, text. He texted him. No, he tried to call himself, and he then got- he saw he had a missed call. No, sorry, no, this is what happened, right? So <laughs> he was drunk, and he needed to call his friend, and someone accidentally gave him. His own number. Right. He then tried to call the number. It didn't pick up, obviously, because it was his number. He then looked at his phone and said, you've got a missed call. He then texted 
saying, I tried to call you, then tried to call the number again, saw he had another missed call, then got into a protracted debate with himself over the course of the evening. Stop calling me, I'm calling you. (laughs) But the text came back. You get a text saying missed call now. No, but I know, but he also got, when he said, I'm I'm trying to call you, he got a text back that said, I'm trying, he got that text come back to him. I didn't think you could text yourself, but he would have read it slightly differently. Yeah. Because he would have read it as, I'm trying to call you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you put down the phone. You put down the phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, in the olden days, you used to be able to text landlines. No, in the old real days. In the olden days, <laughs> you didn't used to be able to text. <laughs> text landlines. Oh, I loved you, that. I loved text the texting landline, landline days. And then you'd listen back and it would say... Hello. It was a great I'm way. Trying of, to find you. It was a whatever. great way of making a robot <laughs> swear at a loved <laughs> one, wasn't it? <laughs> but if you sent a text, supposing you could do that by mistake, you could, I'd, in the past I have sent a text to a landline, thinking to, I'm a, la- to a landlord, them, to a landline. <laughs> okay, you've texted a landline. You, you Can used that to be, be able to text a landline. And did it speak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, you'd pick up the phone and it would be, "Hi, this is Frank. You are nearly there." Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it was good fun. You see, when I was drinking, there were no mobile phones. Mm. So you, I never you, had any of these experiences. Isn't that a stroke of luck? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I was very, very glad when I was drinking that there were phone boxes. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have had to urinate in the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, There's no dignity in that. No. Whereas in a phone box... In a phone box, it's, it, it's, it's different. Real but, um, classy. But... It's it's such a danger. I mean, I shudder to think the things I would have texted to people and stuff if I'd been in my drinking days. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably wouldn't be here now. I'd be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> From text messaging. Well, you don't know what was in my head in those days. Oh, but I was all so simple then. Time was rewritten every line. If we had the tattoo, okay, could, could we? Who is this? <laughs> um, that's the sort of calls I'd be making. Just me singing um, Memories by Barbara Streisand. Okay. This story, I, I, my question, as with so many of these stories, when they hit the. Uh, Hit the tabloids is is how did it get to the newspapers? Like, is he a self arguer and a self promoter? Did he do yeah. a silly thing and then the next day go, "Hey guys, I did a silly thing. Why don't you all talk well, about that it?" Means he could have staged it. Could have. I'm, I wasn't suggesting that. I just think he might have done a silly thing and then gone, "Oh, why don't I tell everyone?" Do you think that's what's happened? Is yeah, it a- no, I think what people do is they just put it on Twitter or whatever. Uh, oh, look how look, look how stupid he is, and then. You know, I reckon all of those papers just trawl everything that gets retweeted over oh 20 times. Oh, my goodness, what a job. Oh, the modern world. Yeah, it has, this story proves that the modern world has become too complicated for but people, in ev- hasn't it? But on every level, this story does. Yeah. From the from the guy who managed to call himself and have an argument with himself to the fact that it's got become national news. It's, but it's educational. I didn't know you could either <laughs> call yourself. I didn't know you could call yourself or text yourself. I did not know that. Do I, you? Have, I email myself a lot. Do you? Yeah. Do you? You yeah. see, I don't even know how to put reminders. On, yeah, I can't I say, put on caps lock on my. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that. I no. cannot put on cap lock. You don't know? Is that because you're cap lock? By the way, is not an, an extra branch of. Um, of uh, protection. <laughs> um, go on. Do you, do you not do you, do you have a faulty keyboard or 
Or is it? No, I don't know how to do it. I've never worked but, you out. Know, I'm looking at a caps lock button in front of me. It's just a button. No. It's pretty easy to read. It says caps lock on it. I'd say, actually, of all the buttons in that area, that's one of the most easily. But you're looking at your. I'm on about on my phone. Oh, on your phone, right? It's all right. We could show you that over breakfast. Can you? You may be interested to know that for a time, the voice that did the landline texts, if you sent a text to a landline, it says that Phil in Leeds has said that the voice was Tom Baker. So you could text to yourself. And, and Tom it would Baker be Tom Baker me. speaking. That would be brilliant. That, that would be brilliant. Amazing. But those calling days Tom have gone. Baker, calling Tom Baker. <laughs> those days have gone, I'm afraid. They were what Hollywood described as the olden days. <laughs> the olden days. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. Um, Hollywood, yes. yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, great, though. That would be brilliant. You are. I have a call from... Just imagine Tom Baker calling you up. can. OK. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank you, Holly, for joining Thanks us so today. You were me. wonderful as ever. You're always wonderful. Alan, I don't even bother mentioning you. Tar. I'll take that. And, and you, me, Frank. You me, did all right, too. Like old Father Thames. <laughs> I just keep rolling along. Or is that Old Man River? Text on a postcard. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.